get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, Bonga fish, Angari. Glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. All right, Father, we thank you for your word now. The endurance of your word gives light. And so we are ready to receive your word with childlike faith. With meekness. In Jesus' mighty name. I want to discuss with you on something that I titled The Power of Meditation. The Power of Meditation. Now, we've had several services and first, second, first, second. And uh, each service will mean a sermon. And each of those sermons are powerful, are important. So the moment they are released because you see they have to be edited so the moment they are released make sure you get them and listen again and again some of you attend first service and so you don't get to know what is preached in the second why a few others attend second and don't get to know what's preached in the first i said the power of meditation the power of meditation I would like to start by asking you to turn to Genesis chapter 24. You see, you have to understand that everyone meditates. Whether you accept it to be true or not, you sure meditate at one time or the other. Something is making you meditate. A lot of other times you meditate because you enjoy. You, you meditate in a particular direction because you enjoy to meditate in that direction. And you have to understand that you don't have to. You can choose what you meditate on. Okay, meditation means simply means simply means to keep the mind fixed upon something. You keep your mind fixed upon something. Probably for a period of time. Usually for a period of time. Okay. You don't keep your mind fixed on something forever. Uninterruptedly. It's not possible. You have some other things that will interrupt you. Once in a while. But it means to keep your mind fixed upon something. That's the simplest definition of meditation. But according to the word of God. It's deeper than that. There's more to it. There's more to meditation. See that? And the Bible tells us, reveals to us different kinds of meditation. 
and you have to also understand most importantly that what you meditate on is what you become as a man thinketh so is the man what you meditate on is what you are the reason why some people act shy the reason why some others act um, inferior the reason why some others act bold some act proud some act uh, strong and so on and so forth it's because it's based on their thinking what they have come to believe what they have come to accept what they have come to meditate on you see that the reason you are the way you are is because of your meditation the we want to know who you are then um your reflection you are the reflection of your thoughts your thoughts life I've ever seen some people that don't look fine at all, but they are the boldest amongst others. And you're wondering, why is this guy acting bold? He doesn't even know he's not fine. He doesn't think he's not fine. You are the one who thinks so. You see, that's because of the state of his heart, the state of his mind. If you look, usually, they have said that handsome guys or beautiful girls uh usually now those ones who don't have the word of god okay they are usually rude or bold okay that's because uh they've come to understand that they are fine and handsome so they are different from others now if you're born again nobody is as fine as you are believe me now, I'm not talking about the other fellow who's not even born again. Even if that other guy too is born again. It doesn't matter. You are just the best. Will you believe this? Believe it. Believe it. You're just... The, don't wish to, to be fairer. And don't wish to be darker. You were just planned by God. He, planned, he took his time to plan you. And he made you this way based on the purpose on the calling that he has placed on your life now where many people make mistakes is they say that um the reason why god made me this way i mean I, I i've got to enjoy myself how can god give me all this beauty and i'll just no 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 just wait 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 then not get married and end up in one man's house before i get married i've got to enjoy myself you see they they're looking at it wrongly and so some of them say, I'll go, um, what I have, I'm going to use it to make money. And so they start following them guys who has money. They don't care. They know they, that's not marriage. It's just to make money. And some other guys, they start following the sugar mummies. And so on and so forth. You know what you're doing? You're going in the direction of failure. That's the fact. You, you are failing already. You, you, what you just did is you, you just set yourself up for failure you say well i'll do it and later on i'll withdraw uh-uh it's not as easy as you think it doesn't end there don't you understand there are some things that you put on your foundation that will determine how uh, long the building the structure on it will last you have to understand that your youth is your foundation so anything you build on that foundation we may not 
right now you may not know it i mean a house that is just two years old the one that is just 10 years old i mean that it has not stayed too long we want to know the strength of the house let it stay 30 30 years 20 years 20 plus years that's what happens to many when they were 18 when they were 20 they're still cool but when they got to be 35 got to be 40 then their life becomes shaky they can't understand it now they have to be running to and fro to fix things but the foundation was wrong was bad so how do you correct that well very simple you just bring down the whole house and start all over again but how possible is that that's where there's a problem so the most important thing is that make sure your foundation is right hallelujah i believe that's the word for someone so you see you don't you don't say oh god gave me all this thing why did you think god gave me you know some people they even their friends deceive them girl why do you think you're this beautiful don't waste this whole thing waste <laughs> you're this beautiful for jesus don't you understand the bible says he made you for himself when you're beautiful you show up to talk to that guy who's always crazy with beautiful girls you, you you show up to talk to him he has no choice than to listen he'll be fixed on you all the time <laughs> and all the time you're talking to him he can't just stop thinking about god's beauty in your life you go tell somebody i met a girl today i've never seen such a beautiful girl that loves jesus you see it, it will be an encounter he <laughs> would just be thinking about if a beautiful girl or a handsome guy can love Jesus this much boy then there's something about that Jesus what do you think gone are those days that the ugly ones came to church today is the finest ones if you're not born again you're not reigning say hallelujah if you don't live for Christ you are obsolete you don't just know it you are on the other side of life in the destruction side of life you don't just know it you think you're living life don't you notice that those who are there those celebrities i mentioned it a few days ago some weeks ago those who are celebrities that you're following can't you see that they are running back in here are you not noticing are you not following the news they are running in they are discovering that life is a waste is vain you know what they were telling them and some of us were saying it they thought well, what was that no 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 let me live my life he god gave me this dream <laughs> and then they went that way and when life started dealing with them you are only seeing the money outside and the popularity they know what they are facing if they were not facing anything they wouldn't run into christ they discovered but they can't say some things that they are going through they can't say it outside you just see them running in thank god for god every one of them will be ripped in <laughs> by the power of the holy ghost but thank god you discovered this thing early you see you discovered this thing early you're here right now listening to the word of god there's someone somewhere listening to the wrong stuff you're building your spirits the other guy is building his soul you see soul and spirits which one sustains the spirit i believe in another message i've been able to differentiate between soul and spirit 
and this will be helpful too in what I'm discussing. Say hallelujah. Well, 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 well. I ask you to turn to Genesis chapter 24. So let's look at something there. Hmm. One, the word could give you that peace of mind, that sweetness than Jesus. Nothing. You know, some of us who were there before were there before so uh, we can tell you there is a lot of emptiness there emptiness but we thought we were happy for that time being when you're with your friends and you're shouting oh and you you thought it was a happy moment after that everybody's gone you're left to yourself there is a vacuum in every man that only god can fuse so you just know there's something something is not right so you have a lot of mood swings because you're not fulfilled in life frustration after frustration but Jesus is our peace the 63rd verse and Isaac went out to meditate in the field have you found that? Alright, read it for me. Everybody wants to go. The word meditate there is a kind of meditation. Hebrew word. Swak. Okay, this one means to think deeply to be lost in thoughts about something and as a result your mouth is moving maybe even unknowingly you see maybe you've ever seen someone you must have that is just by himself thinking 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 just sits down there the guy is thinking and all of a sudden it just came out of his mouth something just comes out out of his thoughts unknowingly I don't know whether it's by force. Is it by force? Do they force somebody? He continues in the thinking. He has so meditated on that so deeply that it came out of his words. Whatever it was, he was meditating on. He had been lost in the thoughts. And so he was so full, the overflow came out. Think about you meditating on the word like that. But you're so full and the overflow is coming out. That's the first kind of meditation. The second one. The second kind. Oh, glory. Psalm 119. Okay. So I said the first one is Suwak. Which we just looked at. Where you think deeply. You're lost in thoughts about something. You're just so taken by these thoughts. You're meditating on this issue. You meditate so much, you're full of it. It has to, the overflow comes out. In that state, you speak, whether knowingly or unknowingly. You've so gone, you've traveled. You're just thinking about this. For some people, it may be thinking about something that was done. 
against them. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Carried away in that thought. Something that happened years ago. Something that happened and so on and so forth. That's why the ladies that have been abused sexually always found it difficult to come out of the memory. Because it keeps coming back. They've meditated on it so much and they, they felt cheated. And then your thinking, your deep thinking, may open the door for the devil depending on what you're thinking on. You have to understand that. You may think, when you think deep on the word of God, you accommodate God more. And God can do some special things in your life through meditation. But also, when you think deep on things that are bitterness, sadness, sorrow, jealousy, hatred, and so on, it could open the door for the devil, the enemy, to come in and use you to achieve whatever he wants to achieve in the direction of this thing. Are you still out there? Uh huh. Very important. Why do you have some people struggle? They say they, they dream and they have sexual intercourse or sort of funny dreams. Not necessarily um, what they call spiritual husband now or spiritual wife now. It's just as a result of their meditation. They've meditated on some things deep enough. You see? Now, when, you, when something comes to you, when you think about it, it doesn't, it doesn't stop in your mind. It goes through your mind. Further meditation makes it go into your spirit. When it gets into your spirit, ah, something is wrong. It becomes very deep. When it's in your mind and it's controlling you, you know, you can still stop. You can still catch yourself and stop and say, stop it. No, no, no. You can easily say no. But then when it gets into your spirit, anything that comes into your spirit actually comes to become a part of you. Becomes one with your spirit. And so at that moment, that becomes your natural way. It becomes a struggle to come out. That's when you need God's divine intervention. Because you have accepted into your spirit. You think about it. If it's the word of God that you receive like this that has come into your spirit. Hey, that's what we form the way you react to things. You know, you're just by yourself and one thing just shows up and say, ah, you already know what to say. Get out in Jesus' name. You said it before you, you understand. Or you feel any pain in your body. You just feel any pain. Just come in Jesus' name. Ah. You said it before you think. You get what I'm saying? That's because it has become a part of your spirit. The word of God has become a part of your spirit. You are not ready for any pains. You have made up your mind not to accommodate it. You've made up your mind. You've so meditated on the scriptures that talked about it, that talk about it, that you cannot give in to pain or to sickness. Even when you're seeing it like this with your optical eyes, everything is bad. You don't consider it. The Bible says, Abraham, considered not. Considered not his own body, which was as good as dead. His body was as good as dead. He knew it. He felt it. Nobody could tell him about it better. He knew it. That his body was as good as dead. He felt it in his body. But he did not consider that. 
But he was strong in faith. That's what the Bible says. He was strong in faith. What is weak faith? Weak faith is the one that considers. Lord, you said, but this thing is still there. Hey, Lord, help me. That's weak faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want to show you the second one. Psalm 119, verse 15. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. That's David talking. So what are you supposed to meditate on? Precepts. His precepts. What are his precepts? Talking about the word of God. All right. The word of God. No wonder David was so successful. Look at the next one. Verse 23. Verse 23. Same book. Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. People speak against me. So and so are speaking again. They are talking against me. The situation is talking against me. But I am meditating. The statutes is his word. On your word. I want to show you from the 48th verse. Same book. 48 verse. My hands also will I lift up unto thy commandment, which I have loved, and I will meditate in thy statutes. You wonder why this guy was so bold. You remember when he, 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 he faced Goliath? At this early age, he was not intimidated by the height of the guy, by his stature, by his strength. It was only the word of God could make you that bold with the anointing acting on it. He was able to stand and face Goliath. And the Bible says he didn't have a sword to kill Goliath. He didn't have a sword. He didn't have those things that those who went for war would have. The armor. He didn't have the armor. But yet he was bold. He was telling Goliath. He said today your head will come off your neck. That's a risk. That's a risk. He didn't even use scope to say, I will be using style to beg him. I will not catch him from behind. That's not what he did. He faced him face to face and he was telling him, not hiddenly, this small guy, 17. What gave him this kind of boldness? Hear his words. His words reveal what gave him the boldness. In his words, what was he saying? He said, you have defied the army of the Lord. He was making his boast in the Lord. Then he says, He says, You, you come against me with all those stuff, the stars, the everything, the sword, and the rest. He says, But I come against you in the name of the Lord. Oh boy. That means he had his boast in the Lord. How did he get to know it? He had he had read about what had happened before, prior to this time. He had read or heard, or have been taught by his fathers about how God divided the Red Sea. He wasn't there, but he heard it. You see, this small boy, childlike faith, that's why those who have, have been long in Christianity, they usually don't believe the word of God as easily as young people. If it's an adult, you are teaching something, somebody who is in Christianity has been there a long time ago, as you're teaching him, he will be, he will be nodding his head. Is uh, is. He's thinking, he's reanalyzing what you're saying. <laughs> he's uh, yes, 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 my brother, yes, my brother. Jesus, yes, he died, he died, he took away our sins. Yeah, you're talking about the supernatural. Like, yeah, we will have that when we get to heaven. <laughs> he doesn't think that is possible here. He's rethinking. 
while you're talking to him he's remembering his experiences the ones he had in 1990 something he thought about it and said you know you guys are small boys you know you just give me <laughs> but the bible talks about childlike faith that's why jesus said that if you have you're just like these children these little children if you're not like them you cannot come into the kingdom what's the kingdom of god the rulership of god you want god to really rule in your life your faith has to be like those little children they cast themselves without thinking you want to rule in the kingdom of god you want to ride high you want to live the supernatural life you must learn to trust god like a child would like a child if you use this your head it will deceive you you'll be distracted because the fact will be calling your attention the fact boy i'm rich the fact is saying check your pots check your pots i'm loaded you remember how much you still have in your bank account 520 naira <laughs> facts 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 glory to god but you know there's something greater than facts <laughs> all right i want to show you more there and the same 48 okay that's enough now the word meditate there is the hebrew word siwak okay that's different that means to it means to think deep but this time around with talking you, you you're not thinking deep and then it overflows uh -uh. you're talking you are talking it you're thinking the lord is my shepherd i shall not want the lord is my shepherd you're talking this one i shall not want you're going around in your room then you open this one ah it's down the lord is my shepherd you're doing your meditation by yourself this one has to do with talking speaking declaring i shall not want pam pam alert you know there are some alert that will come in the alert itself is not as useful as the fact that it points to you what you have in your bank account left when you get the alert of 1500 naira, you still remember what you had down there it reminds you and you see that <sighs> no don't act like that you look at it and say oh the lord supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory all by yourself you're doing this meditation you sit there instead of sitting and meditating how will i solve this problem how will i pay the other one how will i hey lord please don't put me to shame you may soon come to shame because that's not what he asked you to do some people think when they do it they talk like that oh god will not have mercy and say i oh, know my son you would not come to shame angel did you hear that don't put him to shame no that's not what god asks you to do turn your heart away from that situation unto god you fix your attention on the word this one will get your attention you have to understand if it doesn't get your attention that is not the fact fact will always get your attention it is fact that the amount you have every month 
is 25,000 naira. Is the fact. Don't deceive yourself. That's the fact. It is fact. Listen. That you're feeling something in your body is the fact. That's why some people, they mix it up. What are you feeling? No, I'm not feeling anything in Jesus' name. No, you're feeling something. You see that? You're feeling sick. That's the fact. Do you feel the headaches? Yes, is the fact. You feel the headaches. Don't say, my enemy is feeling the No, it's you. <laughs> no, it's not my enemy. Those kind of communication are babyish. So my enemy now got broke. Now got so broke, no money to... No! That's not what God asks you to say. He doesn't ask you to lie. He doesn't ask you to deny the facts. You remember I was telling you the difference between fact and, uh, and truth? It's facts. But there's something greater than facts. That's the truth. The fact says, every month, what I have, is 25,000 naira. The truth says, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. That's the truth. When you learn to stand by the truth, the fact has no choice than to line up with the truth. You will be amazed, though 25,000 naira is what is coming in, but you'll be amazed how much you're living, how much you spend in a month. You'll be amazed. You'll just be surprised. Because your spending will no longer be based on the fact. It will be by the truth. Are you getting what is going on? It is fact that in my body right now I'm feeling some weakness. But the truth says the Lord is the strength of my life. That's the truth. See there's a difference. You're feeling sick. No, I'm not feeling sick in Jesus. The devil is feeling sick. No, it's not. That's not what you should say. Don't deny the fact. Instead of saying I'm not feeling, speak the word. And say I'm a partaker of his divine nature. Glory to God. You say I have the very life of Christ in me. And then you speak to that body. You body you're coming out of this mess. You don't belong there. You can see something, it has grown in your body somewhere. It has grown. It's a growth. Don't deceive yourself. Don't say it's not there. There is no growth there. You're feeling it, say there is no growth there. Uh uh. That's not what God asks you to say. What do you do? Use the truth to neutralize this fact. Do you understand? Disarm it. True. There is a growth here. That's the fact. But the truth is, my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And because my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, this growth cannot stay. It cannot. You don't understand what is going on here. It cannot stay. It will have to die and leave my body. So you tell it in the name of Jesus, you growth dematerialize and be gone. Now when you say it, the growth may still stand there and say, Nah, brother, it's a lie. When you said it, it happened. Don't let the devil deceive you and say, It didn't happen. No, it happened. In the spirit realm, it happened. The growth was cut off. The life of it was taken from it when you spoke death into it. The life was taken. 
But you look at it, it still looks like it's there. You laugh and laugh and laugh and say, well, you've been taken care of. And continue. And live like there's no growth there. Why? Because you already cursed it. Just like Jesus cursed the tree. You remember? It, it still looked as fresh when he said it. But we discovered later on that it actually died. Say hallelujah. You see, what will give you all this kind of boldness? Meditation. That's when you proclaim God's word in your life. You stand in front of the mirror and say, I'm so blessed. No matter what you're going through, I am not a failure. I am a bundle of success. Don't let your exam, your results, your... No, 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 no. Those things don't matter now. I am a bundle of success. And then, you move to the third one. The third one is Hagar third kind of meditation. Those are the three. The third one is Agar. Agar means not just saying or proclaiming now. Agar now is the realm of shouting it. Roaring it. Roaring it. You are shouting this thing loud. That's Agar. Makaya. Pasatozo. This one is no longer the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. No! At this time, ah, that thing is pushing you. You can't keep quiet. You can't talk it gently. In the realm of the second kind, while you're lying on your bed, you can even still be praying with it and say, I, I know. I know. The future is mine. Because of your meditation, I know. I know. I will never be small in my life. Oh no, I will never be disgraced. Never, never, never. I will never be small. A little one shall become a thousand. A small one is strong. I will never be small. You know, by yourself. But when you come to Agar, ah, you can't stay like that. Hey, You see, I'm so rich. Boy, I'm loaded. Hey, I'm loaded. Yeah! What is the matter with the man? Agar. <laughs> Agar. You are roaring it. Like a lion is roaring when he sees the prey. You're roaring. Say, I'm rich. I'm healthy and strong. In the mighty name of Jesus. There's no place for sickness in my body. There's no place for disease. Never, 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 never. I'm as healthy as Christ is. Why? I'm a joint heir with Christ. I'm a member of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. At this point, you no longer talk to no, you are running it. The devil is hearing it. All of hell are hearing. Look at some of you. You you come out of that exam, you know. Yeah, I didn't do well there. I didn't do well. And you came out like this. No, that's when you should find a place to stay by yourself. And then go on and begin begin gradually. Begin to meditate on the word of God. Or a word that has come to you from your prophets is as real as the written words you take that word and you go somewhere and you begin to walk around the exam will not be by your efforts your result will not be by your efforts it will be greater than your efforts you're meditating it will be greater than your efforts to be greater what did you set before you set an a for this but with what you've written down it didn't look like it's coming out as a it didn't look like it's even coming out as a B. But then, 
you want to kill the whole thing and you begin to think ah and i said okay lord now it's okay b is okay i will settle down for b ah even the b c father i give you praise for c because the bible says that in everything we should give thanks shut up what are you saying you know what you are indirectly saying i know you can't do the a but you can do the c you you see why because god now can do based on your ability what an insult if it's going to be based on your ability then you don't need him its intervention should change everything do you understand his involvement should bring something extra his involvement should bring the supernatural into it come on are you still out there so god without you i can produce the sea but now with you i'm asking for something big i set an a my effort could only give me a c but now i want your ability the man of god says that the result will not be produced based on my ability but yours so your ability so you are there by yourself thinking god's ability gives me the a god's ability gives me the a its power has delivered it to me god's ability boy then you begin to imagine the a you imagine yourself checking your result and the a is there you, you understand you are imagining it while you're thinking meditating the power of imagination you're thinking through it you you, you imagine your results you imagine the straight a's you imagine yourself open that portal and then you see the straight A's. And you hold on to it. And you say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Boy, I got it. How, according to the word of God, through the man of God. My ability is not what will give me the results, but God's ability. Boy, I have the A. Glory. I have it. I have it. I have it. Then you begin to celebrate. I have it. Glory to God. By yourself. You're celebrating it. You consider not. Abraham considered not. They said, don't deceive yourself. Papa Abraham, shut up. You can't have any child anymore. Can't you see you're bent over? Uh, no, he, he didn't consider that. Can't you see Sarah? Or you want to have it to another wife? He says, no, he's Sarah. He considered not. And then Papa Abraham began to psych Sarah. Honey! They say, oh God, these old people. Sweetie! My beauty! And then Sarah shows up. He says, oh, you're the most beautiful thing in the world. And others, you know, the servant must have, mm -hmm. <laughs> He didn't consider. You know what? He showed. He showed. Because on a certain day, Papa Abraham couldn't just hold himself. He said, Sarah, what are you doing? Let's enter now. Ah, let's enter. Let's enter. You see, at this time, his body was as good as dead. How did he get the strength and the energy? He says, let's enter the room. Let's enter the room. <laughs> You're so beautiful today. You're looking so beautiful today. And they entered and did it and became pregnant for the first time. Ah, ah. Sarah said, ah, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Wow. Considered not. And the one that was old became pregnant. Old mama. Pregnant everywhere. Old papa rubbing the stomach and say our baby is on the way. <laughs> Glory to God. 
Faith is stupid to the ordinary man. It's very stupid. It doesn't make sense. If it makes sense, then it will not be faith. It shouldn't make sense to the ordinary mind. Why? It's from another realm. It's from the realm of God. Are you still out there? You see, we, we give up easily. That's the problem. We give up easily. You've not gone far in this thing. You've given up. Ah, ah, God knows I tried. What? The Bible talks about those who through faith inherited the promise. Through faith and patience, you must merge it. Faith and patience. You lay hold on the promise. You lay hold on what God has said. I'll never be disadvantaged in my life. Never. Never. And that's why some people give up. They hear the word like this. The message they've heard these things. They wow. Glory to God. My faith is dead. My faith is alive. And then by themselves. And that thing shows up. Maybe there's a pain somewhere in their body. Or they begin to feel this headache since yesterday. And they say you headaches. In the name of Jesus. I call you. Go. Go. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. He's not gone. <laughs> then in the next few hours this thing is getting so serious they want to sit down they said no devil you are joking you are joking you I said go go amen an hour later it seems like getting worse they want to lie down hmm. <laughs> They say, no. I am the righteousness of God. <laughs> Greater is he that is in me. Now, all the time they are saying that, the other side of their mind is saying, Parastamo is still in the wardrobe. Pastor, <laughs> you better go for Parastamo. And so, you know what happens? In their mind, they are beginning to think of Parastamo. They even imagine taking it. I won't take it. I won't take it. I'm a child of God. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God. <sighs> then a friend comes in. Hey, guy, how are you doing? What's, what's the matter? Why are you lying down there? Uh, <laughs> how are you too? <laughs> uh, what's the matter? They don't want to say it because they don't want to run, run confession. But that guy pushes them so hard. They say the, the devil has headaches. Oh, you mean you have headaches? No, it's the devil. No, you mean he takes you? <laughs> And that guy helps the atmosphere by saying, Oh, let me help you out. There's a parastamol here. You may not even have it. The guy may have it. I say, I know what and what you combine so that that headaches will go. And you say, you, you have those things. The guy says, I have this. No. He says, then you say, I won't take it. I won't take it. 30 minutes after, the devil said, you are still joking. Ah, what happened? It has gone to the neck region. <laughs> At this moment, you think uh, wisdom is profitable to direct. <laughs> it's, um, you talked about one drug the other time. The guy said, mm -hmm. bring it. Bring it. <laughs> Somebody said, oh, so what do we do? Should we stay with faith and die? I put my faith to work. It did not work. So what do you not want me to do? Listen. If it didn't work, it was not faith. 
How do you get faith? By hearing. If it didn't work, you were only repeating. Listen to me. Hey. Will you argue with someone who comes to you as a lady and says to you, you are not a lady, you are a man. Will you argue? If the fellow say, you are a man, they ask us to bring men, so I'm carrying you along, you are going with, where you are come, will you argue? Won't you say, are you crazy? Get out from here! Even if you are blind, I know it. Don't you get it? The same way, when you know that you have the very life of Christ in you, when the devil shows up with every symptom, because those things are called lying vanities, they are not real. They are not real. That's the devil's job, is to test you. His job is to tempt He tempted Jesus himself. So why will he not tempt you? So when the devil shows up, what you know inside, you just know that you know. You can't know and die. Do you understand? That's why it's impossible for you to die. You know that you know that you know on the inside of you. You just know. Like you know your name. You understand? You just know. I have the life of God in me. It's not me that will die. It's this sickness that will die. Not me. Why? There is a knowing in your spirits. When you have that knowing, that's faith. If that knowing is not there, that's why the Bible calls it faith is the evidence of things hoped for. Where is the evidence? Evidence is in your spirit. If that knowing is not there, if it's not there, then you don't have faith. At that moment, it will not work. Because it's not faith. And then you have to understand there's a difference between believing and faith. Is another that's another this talk. Faith acts. You don't say it. I am healthy. I'm strong. I'm healthy and strong. But you are lying on the bed. If you are healthy and strong, then you are not supposed to be on the bed. Those who are healthy and strong don't lie down on the bed. They go about doing their things. So he said, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You see, that's why it has to come from knowing. He said, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I am healthy and strong. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so I cannot carry sickness in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, now I have to get to work. Then you begin to work. Do everything like you are healthy and strong. That's it. Those are the kind of things that challenges God. Those are the kind of things that puts the devil to flight. Faith without works is dead your faith there must be work what is work corresponding action that's what james is referring to corresponding action there is an action to back what you said you believe there's an action to back it up when there is an action which you're believing that's faith so don't mix it up at all <laughs> say hallelujah Alright, I have just a few minutes to round off. But let me give you this point. You can quickly write it down. We, we, we are talking about meditation, but then we wind up in faith. Glory to God. <laughs> Alright, let's round this off. Alright now, um, I just want to give you the power and importance of meditating on the word of God. Number one, it will renew your mind. Meditating on the word of God will renew your mind. Romans chapter number 12, reading from the first verse into the second meditating on the word of god will renew your mind you see when you meditate on the word of god you know your mind has a lot of junks 
especially those of you that like to read the news a lot on opera mini and the rest you are doing something to your spirit that is not good you're putting junks in your mind you're setting up yourself for fear those things don't bring faith you have to understand it i, I don't know how much i can tell christians about it i used to have a primary on my phone i deleted it and they said it's good to know the news that's why i have it there but at the point i said okay if i want to know the news i'll know how to check i deleted got rid of it you you don't want to have faith and have fear at the same time it's not even possible too and everything in this world will only will only bring you fear why the devil is the god of this world don't forget it is the god of this world that's what the bible says what does it mean the god of this world he's talking about the god of the cosmos talking about the god of the order of things in this world he's the one in charge so everything that will come from the world will bring you fear downness destruction it will not bring you faith bad news sad news if it's good news they will not sell so they have to bring you news that will get your attention when you hear that something something is crashed you want to ah plane crash you want to check it ah eh. those are the kind of news that will sell and so some of them even forge news so that they can get traffic on their website or whatever you see so you you have to be smart don't let them make your heart your mind the dump the garbage ground anything that comes they dump it there because you're always accepting it how dare you the bible says guard your heart with all diligence ah, mm, don't have time to read this have a focus you want to read the news about something that's going on in the school then that's what you look for you see other ones on the way they'll be getting your attention pepe rempe he has gotten married to paparampa then you can <laughs> and then it will be linking you up with other junks other junks other junks and then you see that you're reading that how what does that have to do with your life and then that's how you come up with some of the ideas how the guy went and knelt down and presented the ring i said will you marry me and so you too you wish that <laughs> oh god oh i look forward to my day you are a fool a christian does not think that that's the fact a christian does not look forward to that kind of a day how can you have a guy that's coming to you and telling you will you marry me as a christian you have to shit back and say what's the matter with you you mean all the time that we've been together you were not thinking of marriage who do you think i am you see as a christian you don't even have any relationship with someone that is not ready to marry you that's a wasted time wasted life steals your emotions steals your body you see the guy that is not even ready he is still wearing diaper <laughs> that's a fact and then you're letting him waste your time where did you pick those from from the junks it looks so sweet they put a lot of roses there a lot of flower and the guy wears this suit long suit and then he goes on his knees and say will you marry me they say he's a diamond it doesn't matter what the ring is made of that lady ought to, she should feel ashamed and you are not even putting it for the whole world to see will you marry me ha! what kind of nonsense you have to say kill the camera kill him what's not are you crazy but that's what the world celebrates no wonder the bible says 
the wise, the foolish things of the of God. The, the foolishness of God is wiser than men. The foolishness of God. But human beings, they elevate foolish things, stupid things. And God is irritated. What is this? And they said that's what is raining. Somebody started it all. Everybody to picks it, including you Christians. Say, God forbid. If a guy comes to you and he doesn't know whether he's marriage, okay, tell him, you need to go and see your pastor. I'm not a kid. Don't come to me with nonsense talk. See, you get all those kind of junks from this news. But when you receive the word of God, it begins to renew your mind. Gives you the right image of yourself. You know that something, you are special. Do you understand? It renews your mind. You're meditating on the word of God. You are a chosen generation. Oh, royal priesthood. Boy, that means I'm royalty. That means I'm a king. A holy nation. Peculiar. Number two. It will build faith in your spirits. Meditating on the word of God will build faith in your spirits. To build faith in your spirits. As you meditate, your faith will be strong. Your faith will be strong. We read the other time that David was saying that he, he had to... Uh, I don't know whether we got to read that. But David said he had to prevent the, the night. In other words, he had to add vigil to meditate on the word of God. I have vigils meditating on the word. Just sit there. Just one chapter I'm there. Just meditate. Too, too many beautiful things in the scriptures. And then sometimes you get to shout and running. You don't even care it's midnight. Because there's a lot of things just... You just be thinking, my goodness, I'll never fail. I'll never fail. You just think, just look at those things. Why? You're meditating, you're thinking deep on what God is saying to you. And what God says is the truth. So it will build your faith. So you have faith in the direction of that, your meditation. You have faith in that direction. Number four, it will flow out in your words. It will flow out. What you meditate on will, will flow out in your words. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. I, I think we have to read that one. It's important we read that. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. I will never be a failure. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. It says a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Very true. Very true. Somebody who has been loading himself with junks, we speak junks. Junks. And it will make sense to him. Perfectly makes sense. But to those who understand this thing, it will sound stupid. To be foolish. Why? He's bringing out from what he has inside. Ah! See this Wakata man who nearly killed me, Sha. Nearly killed me. A Christian. You see, this has been filled with deaths. Death thoughts. He thinks he could die at any time. Unconsciously. So what is he going to bring forth? The same words. Hey! Now you descend. So you want to kill me. You see? To him, he is expressing himself. I mean, I'm just expressing myself. What are you saying? I mean, I'm expressing. You are not. 
What you're expressing is junk. We don't talk like that. We don't think like that. That's what we think. Otherwise, we are not different from the world. And Jesus said, you are not of this world. You belong in another realm. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. That's what Jesus is saying. Whatever you're having is what you bring forth. Whatever you have inside. If you have failure inside, that's what you've been thinking of. You are so afraid of failure. Hey, it might not just work this time. I know. As you are going to collect the money, as you just say, hey, this man may not be at home. You know how many times I've come here? Let's just try. You get there, he's try. You will not get the money. You are disappointed. Or you get there, he gives you stories. You're not saying, hey, hey, why, 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 why? You see? You said it. You programmed yourself. Finally, that's number what? Four. Now, number four, it will control your actions. It will control your actions. Proverbs chapter number 23, verse 7. As I think it's so easy. It will control your actions. What you have inside is what determines how you act. If you hear a loud sound here now, because of what you have, you see, you've been meditating on fear. So you take up, pull, 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 pop, pop, everybody in every direction. But they that do know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. There are some of us that will stand and look at what is going on here. Why? Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Listen, I'm very special to God. I cannot be crushed. Do you understand? That's my mindset. Oh, okay, don't run, don't run. Don't run, no. Don't run, let the thing kill you. Ah, who made the whole world? God did. God made the whole world. According to the scriptures, you are a carrier of God. If God were to be standing in this place, will anything have crushed him down? Where is he now? In you. You are standing here. He's in you. And you think that that thing will still come down and crush you down. What are you thinking? Is it that you don't believe in what you say you believe? Or, you, I don't know. What are you thinking? Fire outbreak! I told you about that story before. That the, the whole hotel was engulfed in fire. And it was beginning to move to this side. And that side was where the man of God was. He had gone to that city to minister. So he stayed in that hotel. Now listen to me. Let me give you a secret. If you're working with God. You're working with God. If something that is not good happens where you are. And it looks like it's going to touch you. And God did not inform you before. That that thing will happen. It means that this one will turn for your testimony. God didn't inform you so that you can do something about it. It means that you will come out unhurt. If that thing will hurt you beforehand, it would have informed you. While you're trying to come in, you feel uneasiness. You discomfort. I can't go in there. That means God knows that that thing will get to you. So it will prevent you from coming there. But if you are there and that thing happens, 
you want to say god didn't inform me about this that means that this is not for my destruction that's the way you think and that's how god works with us god is not a deceiver he is not a god that will push you forward and say go say i'm following you go go that's not our god he doesn't do that he says jesus says i am with you always even to the hands of the i'm with you always. jesus said jesus said it. that was one of the last words that he said when he was living so that we will believe that he's with us so if jesus is saying i am with you and he says always he never says sometimes he said always that is irrespective of where you find yourself is there is there and i told you that man of god took his time because it was somewhere in the middle of the night took his time started dressing up not in his tie everybody else was outside was shouting fire the pastors of the man of god were outside hey where's our man of god what is going on hey, hey is, did he oversleep what is going on huh? oh god our man of god wake him up oh you know they are all outside all that time the man of god was taking his time in front of the mirror nothing everybody else was running elder scatter troubled and after the man of god was done he walked out listen brothers and sisters what did the bible says when you go through the fire you shall not be burned you thought that was just written as a cliche you must be joking god's word does not fail he walked out of the thing and came out to meet them and when they said oh thank god pastor we've been looking for what happened why did you stay in there he said i have to dress up ah, in that prayer sir he said i can't come out like that i'm a king He's a God, God representation. Do you understand? God representative. How do you expect pastor to come out in boxers? Hey, fire! What? <laughs> and you can imagine the cameras because this was real big hotel. You can imagine the cameras. You can imagine the news going on already. The so, so, so hotel is on fire, and then the pastor comes behind the camera while people are watching the TV, and then they see pastor in boxers and cigarettes. What? has not been a good representative he took his time if this thing were to do something the lord would have in informed me but the fact that he, he did not inform me it means that i'm in charge oh somebody say hallelujah yeah. you have to understand we are not ordinary beings and this thing comes from meditation everything i share with you here is from my own personal meditation that's why it flows if i don't have it inside i can't communicate it when you have something in your spirit when you are telling the people it will get to their spirit when i sit by myself these are the things i meditate on i just think about it except jesus is lying how can i see something in the word of god and pretend as though i didn't see it i say hey amen hallelujah what amen oh let's round off with this Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews. Turn to the book of Hebrews. I want to show you something. Liga Ranto Sonte Gira Parasote. Hey, yes, you are the Lord. Most high. Yes, you are the Lord. Hebrews chapter number 13. 
the <laughs> reading from the fifth verse now. <laughs> you see, stones who don't know the value of the word. That's why you come to church without a Bible because you don't know what is there. You thought it's a religious book. You must be kidding. Hebrews chapter number 13. From the fifth verse, it says, Have you found that? He says, Let your conversation. The King James says conversation. He's talking about your manner of life, your way of life. He says, let your way of life be without covetousness and be content with such things as he have. You see, he's taking us somewhere, but along the way, he's teaching you contentment. Hallelujah. All right, now, he says, and be content with such things as ye have. For he had said, mark that, mark that. He has said, God has said, then this is what he said. I would never leave thee, nor forsake thee. That's what God said. Okay, so that we may shout hallelujah. Is that what is there? Yes, yes. Huh? So that we, in response to what he has said, we may boldly say something. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, did you notice that when he said, for he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He doesn't say so that we may boldly say, you will never leave me nor forsake me. Ah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. he's telling you that when God says something what you should say is the remnant that you got out of what he said in, peculiar, in pe- peculiarity to your situation do you understand for instance you have read in the scriptures God said greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and you are in a situation where you need divine strength you are in a situation where you need wisdom so what are you going to say you have read it greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world your response should be I will never lack wisdom. The one on the inside is greater. You see that? In response to what he has said. He's not saying he has said so that you repeat. It's not a repetition. He's talking about using as a weapon what he has said. Say hallelujah. If you read this from the Amplified. Who's got the Amplified? This in translation. (laughs) You see it in a bigger way. You know King James is covering some things. Amplified will open everything every every and if you don't have the amplified version just for this one you need to get just for this verse alone i now hold on how can you see something like this in the bible and then you pretend it's not there and then we deceive ourselves and say amen amen oh god is good may the lord bless the reading of his word amen (laughs) he gave you just to read it and say amen no the amplified he says, let your character or moral disposition be free from the love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possession, and be satisfied with your present situation, circumstances, and with what you have. For he, God himself, has said. Now listen to what God said. Amplify opens everything. I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not somebody say one I will not say two I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake nor let you down oh father don't let me down shut up he said I will not let you down oh oh now relax my hold on you how can you see something like this in the scripture? God is repeating himself. 
three times. I will not. I will not. I will not. He said, Father, say it one more time. I will. You see, unbelief. He nearly saw in that place. He almost swore. Just to make you have this confidence. He says, I will not. I will not. I will not relax my hold on you. I will not let you down. I will not leave you helpless. God is talking. How can he say all these things? And you're still, hey, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm afraid. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. You ought to say, Oh, God. Oh, stand to your feet. The way some of you are looking at me, lift your hands and worship him. Just worship him and give him praise. This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806 0087 643 or 0816 0114 389. Thank you and God bless you.